Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules here at the Dream Factory are very simple. You send us film ideas, we discuss as many of them as we can during the episode. And only one of those film ideas can go through to the next stage. Where, this week, from the year 2026, it will be streamed exclusively on a 10 grand VR headset that the good people at Apple have welded to your face. I'm Joel, a man who puts the aha in three and a half grand seems very reasonable, actually. (laughs) Actually. And across from me is John Harris, a man who is completely devastated at the launch of Apple Vision, which renders his own VR headset, which has been in development for a decade and at huge financial cost, Chuckle Vision, completely obsolete. Hi, John. Yeah, it's sort of a mixture of corrugated cardboard and sort of clip videos of people falling over. Mm. And you think that the Apple Apple are going to sweep the market when it comes to funny videos of people falling over? I just, I, I'm just, look, I'm concerned. I'm healthily concerned about the business prospects of of, of them. You know, we're we're um, peers in in the field, but. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I, I I do worry that your price point of $9,000 might <laughs> Apple have quite cleverly undercut you in the market. Mine's, no, but I've got three times as many videos as them. <laughs> so It's fair enough, it's fair enough. Are we all scared of the VR future, John? Are you, does it make you feel a bit weird? Yeah, I, I just don't believe it yet. I think this was more, more convincing than, no offence, uh, Mark, I know you're trying very hard, but the meta stuff hasn't really convinced me. This seemed more like something I could see myself using. But even then, I still saw like the kid, like there's a video and the dad's doing it to do work at the the kitchen. And then suddenly the kid Mm -hmm. comes and he's kicking a ball. And I just be like looking at my dad wearing those goggles thinking, what are you doing, mate? I know, I know. It's really weird. And then does the kid get a pair of goggles? What are they they looking at? Is everyone just wearing goggles the whole time? What if? Oh, here we go. The Apple Vision thing makes it so that you can't, so it, it like erases other vi- goggles. So to you, it all looks like uh, normal, but everyone's actually wearing the goggles. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that. A thing that I didn't realize, apparently, I, I need to get this verified, is apparently, so it's not like glass. It's like a screen on the outside showing the inside, if you see what I mean. So when you're looking at someone's eyes through the goggles, you're actually looking at screen showing their eyes. 
That's so you, apparently the case. You could put funny eyes on it. Exactly. Where exactly? Big googly eyes. Guess what Chucklevision's got? <laughs> Stick on googly eyes. <laughs> there we go, mate. I don't believe in it. Like Google Glass, that was going to be the future, wasn't it? Do you remember Google Glass? Yeah. Well, it's and it's like with the gaming and stuff where they, you know, everything's going to be VR. Uh, everyone feels too then- sick. Everyone yeah, feels I just, too sick after 20 minutes. I just want to relax on my sofa and watch... A te- like I'm very comfortable with that arrangement. I don't want to sort of wear goggles and feel... Also, if I'm watching a horror movie in goggles, I'll just be taking the goggles off all the time to make sure there's not a monster in the room. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really anyway. sweet. Uh, right, here's some movie ideas. How about this one from Theo, Peter Pan's Labyrinth. Right, Pan's Labyrinth. Guillermo del Toro. I'm just going to start saying words. Peter Pan. There's a new one, Pan and Wendy. Have you seen it? It's out, isn't it? It's sort yeah. of, you, you know, if you're a person with access to the internet, you can watch it. It's one of those Disney flops. But it's pizza. by, I can't remember the name of the director, Joel, but it is by the Martin director. Martin Scorsese. <laughs> the director of the recent Pete's Dragon, which I believe made you weep uncontrollably. So it might be good. <laughs> yeah, I did go and see Pete's Dragon back uh, when I worked in children's radio i got to go and see i was very lucky i got to go and see films at special screenings for kids and me um and they'd usually be 10 a.m on a sunday in leicester square and i was 22 23 living in london for the first time and would always sort of roll to them very hungover because i had no money so i'd always go because they were free and they'd always have some snacks that would be that would quite good because it would sustain me for sort of half a day but I was always, because I was hungover, I was always in quite a vulnerable state. And so I've, you you name it from the period sort of 2014 to 2017, I've I've cried at it. Kubo and the <coughs> Two Strings, Peach Dragon, <laughs> Ghostbusters. I cried at all of them. We um, went to Ghostbusters together. We did. That was really exciting, wasn't it? That was Did great. we go see another one together? Um, did we see Batman versus Superman together? Well, that's not really Maybe a kid's not. film on a Sunday morning. I went to see Batman versus Superman and that was great because those screenings, the... Like your Ghostbusters and your Batman versus Superman. If you go and watch Peach Dragon, the cinema isn't full of like people that are so entrenched in the Peach Dragon lore that when Peach Dragon says a line that was in the original Peach Dragon, you know, it's not a reference. Everyone's just there saying, that's a fun cartoon dragon. But if you go and watch Batman versus Superman at one of these preview screenings, the cinema is full of people that are so deeply entrenched in DC stuff. Yeah, yeah. That you really get quite visceral reactions to what's happening on screen good and bad like i remember i went to see spider-man homecoming and your guy is the baddie <laughs> i think i was also at that multimedia screening as well but with other people god we were so we were hobnobbing hard back in that day <laughs> <laughs> those hobs were knobbed um so michael keaton comes on screen and everyone yes. in the cinema loses their shit right it's so it's such a strange experience it's my it's just like i i don't know i just i i think i love films but i don't think i've ever I've never shared. Have you ever been at a cinema? And look, you're a you're a big geeky Mad. film guy. You like your Star Wars. You like your Marvel. Has anything ever mm. happened on screen and you've gone yes or no way? So I was lucky enough to go to an early multimedia screen. I swear I've said this before as well. Apologies, listener, especially anyone who's going through the back catalogue. Because for, for for people who are keeping up to date with us, at least they're getting these stories once every six months. Anyone binging, <laughs> they could they could have heard this a week ago. I went to Avengers Endgame, a multimedia screening ahead of the launch. Actually, I went to both the big Avengers. So I went to Infinity wow. War and I do remember a kid... As, as you're leaving that screening, that's mm-hmm. like everyone's dusted. Thanos has won. Apologies if, if you're watching the spoilers. It's a bad ending, right? And mm-hmm. I remember seeing a kid, like a 
probably an eight-year-old kid dressed as Spider-Man on the tube back, just absolutely devastated, just <laughs> gutted. But um, I saw, yeah, I saw Endgame. And when that, when the, some of the triumphant stuff happens at the end of that, I don't know whether we're, too, we're all too British to like, you know, there are those videos that are online of people losing their mind. Mm, I think mm, we're all mm. too British to properly lose it. But there was definitely some like big gasps and stuff during some of those victorious sequences. Um, I This conversation has just unearthed a memory for me that, I have buried so deep down. I think this might be the most embarrassed I've ever been in my life. Here we go. So I went to see whichever the Rocky film is that came out when we were teenagers. Rocky Balboa? Balboa sounds about right. Is it like the sixth one or something? I went to watch it with a guy from my school who I wasn't particularly good friends with. Do you ever have have any friends at school that maybe you had like a three-month friendship with them? You maybe went yeah, to their I house. Yeah, like, yeah. You kind of like had a sort of three month friendship. You sort of flirtate, um, fl- flirtate. You sort of flirt with the idea of being proper friends. You're with just putting bit. the feelers out there. You're seeing, can they You're extend the friendship group? You're hob- Exactly, John. <laughs> I do all of my hobnobbing at the cinema and I have done 20 years. So we went to watch the new Rocky film. And I, at that point, it, I must have been 15 when that came out or something. I'd never seen a single Rocky film, but I kind of got the yeah. gist of it. As we've discussed before, my childhood, I was mostly reared on like 13 going on 30, not Raging Bull. Anyway, so we go and watch the Rocky film. And this guy, he gets so pumped by what's happening on screen (laughs) that he's like standing up and shadow boxing when the fights are happening. And it's like a really busy cinema. And I didn't know what, like, you know, because his mum's picking us up. His mum's picking us up afterwards. I can't do anything. And so I just slumped in my chair and sort of positioned my popcorn and my drink in such a way that like, I was unidentifiable, but he was like properly like growling and standing up and doing the punches and like cheering when Rocky wins. I don't know. I think maybe Rocky, I think maybe Rocky comes close to winning, but doesn't win because he's really old. But yeah, it was, uh, oh, it was so awful. Really like we're in the middle of the screen in the middle row and he stood up doing all the ducking and weaving and hooking and uppercutting. Oh my God. That is. I haven't thought about that for 16 years i've managed to keep that completely buried and now i will think about it every night for the rest of my life that that guy also um he also had uh, (laughs) he'd he'd recorded a rap song that was on his phone (laughs) and uh joel that's a red flag he played it to me and i i don't this might be really mean actually i don't know but it it had quite threatening lyrics it was quite funny. And also like a hook that he sang. I'd seen, So I'd seen him hook in every sense of the word. Um, and then he went fishing. Uh, and then the next... <laughs> then, <laughs> we'll get back to Peter Pan in a minute, actually. <laughs> and, uh, and then um, the next... I just, so I'd heard this rap song. And it was... Fun- like, I can still remember quite a lot of the lyrics, but I don't want to say them in case it's, it identifies the guy. But I would say that me and my friends can still recite that rap song. And the hook went... Gotta keep on shining. Like that, right? So he'd recorded a rap song. We were about 16 years old. He'd recorded a rap song that he had on his phone. And the next day I said to him, oh, I'm really sorry, but I've run out of credit on my phone. Could I use your phone to send a text? And I Bluetoothed it to myself. And it went, and then it went around the school. That's oh, bad, isn't it? I shouldn't have that done that. That is bad. It's classic teenage stuff. I'm oh, I, like, like, what an interesting character. There we go. Just like the incredible, like the incredibly confident teenager. And then, especially yeah. when most people are at their least confident at teenagers. The ones and then who people like that made, are amazing. A few people made dance mixes of it and then it got played at house parties and stuff. 
That is bad, Joe. <laughs> you are the catalyst of that. I'm, that's really I, bad. If that's bullying, I feel I do feel really bad about that. I think there's a statute of limitations on it. I think I think you're all right, but yeah. Anyway, right. Uh, there is there is some parallels between these two things, right? Because it's like a fantasy Hook. world. The yep. real world is no. The two films, like your weird story oh, about no. rapping. <laughs> you know, there's when, a fantasy- before we started recording this, I said to John because we're both very tired. I said we can keep this tight, can't we? We've done twelve minutes, and there's not been a single mention of a film idea, really. <laughs> So both Peter Pan and Pan's Labyrinth are like fantasy things with a mm-hmm. backdrop of night of like 20th century. Well, I think Pan's Labyrinth is like Spain and fascism to like the 40s and Peter Pan is like the 20s or something. It's like during women's votes. No, that's the second one. Anyway, there's there's something in that, right? Baby Peter Pan's Labyrinth is like at the end, you know, the crocodile that has... A, hooking it maybe he had to put it at the back at the end of a, a la- like a big maze in neverland called peter pan's labyrinth and then it gets what? out and there's a sequel what do you think would happen if peter pan went to the beach from old here we go <laughs> i think he'd which would he'd break be- first i think he'd become a renewable energy source the heat that would emanate <laughs> off him <laughs> just m night if you're looking at a sequel give me a ring <laughs> If M. Night wants to do his first... He should do children's films with big twists. Oh, because he could blow some kids' minds with a pretty straightforward twist, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he needs to go into. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Right. Would you like one from me via Oscar? Yes. And when I say one, I think we've got about seven here. So strap in. What Oscar's done here is he's dream factoried every film that we did last week. So he sort of regurgitated the films that we made back at us, if that makes sense. So you won't even remember we discussed these films, Joel, but we did. So we've got Blend It Like Beckham. So that's uh, the same movie, but the balls are blenders, which... Seems dangerous. Seems it does like seem really a, dangerous. A gory horror film. Baddington. We've got mm. the Banshees of Inishirin. So I guess like women aren't on, allowed on the island where... Banshees. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got Exception, which is just 
Inception. Um, at this point, I think it's fair. To, it's it's also important to let I think you know. That, lost interest. Well, and also, no, you you say that. Uh, all of these are separate emails to the Dream Factory Gmail account. These aren't, this isn't one email with all of them. Every time he sent a separate email for a different idea. Um, Gloatbusters, Ella, Mental, All's yep. Quiet on the Eastern Front, which is just sort of going the opposite of Western. <laughs> I mean, that is Route 1. And then at this point, yeah, I think he's lost it. Sucker Session, and then he's just written Squids. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm into that. I can see that. Give it, you can give Succession the Pixar treatment. It's like a family of squids yeah but it'll have to be heartwarming it can't it can't no. be as horrible as this it needs to be worse it needs to be worse well because there's there are there are you know with the release of um across the spider-verse which is apparently like two for two masterpieces in the world of animation mm-hmm. and apparently puss in boots is brilliant there's been some really good animated films recently none of which are pixar there's a big question about whether pixar has lost its mojo so maybe the way to get back in is just to be really horrible get m night to write it <laughs> there we go <clears throat> horror franchise for kids full of twists and turns and it's really on the limit of what is acceptable to take your children to i think release it during half term when parents are just desperate for an activity for their children right and sure. make it truly harrowing what it, do you this feels like a film to be buried with star question do you what's the film that you saw as a kid that like was objectively a, a kid's film but messed you up it's the is it called the witches? Yeah, it's the witches. That's, scene, I think that's right? our generation's one, isn't it? It's the witches where they, yeah. yeah, that's really that really creeped me out. That's what I came to like mind that. when they have that conference and they're in there as mice. It's put the honestly, it's put, mice? It's, and it put me off conferences for life. <laughs> <laughs> You're I just, just scared. Thought the, that's what yeah, that's what we all thought about the witches. Right? I just thought the idea of a conference <laughs> for people that are all sort of in the same industry that just really scared me, John. And yeah, I think. Like I say, I think that's why, that's why you won't find many people our age at conferences generally, I think. <laughs> because we all watched The Witches and we thought, fuck, conferences are scary places. So I've just never I, been. I saw Joel at the podcast conference two weeks ago and he was shaking like a leaf. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, I had to be there for work. I was dragged, kicking and screaming. <laughs> it was awful. It was, I also won't watch, any, I won't watch any football below below League Two either for that, for that same reason. Very um, good. Hey, how about this one from George? The Little Hand Mermaid's Tale. The Little Hand Mermaid's Tale. M. Night, I think we've got a film for you. (laughs) Hello, this is it. Okay, so, hmm. Handmaid's Tale. We all, look, we all enjoyed the first two series. I think it's it's still on. Oh, gosh, I'm not sure. I know where you're going with this, and it's exactly... I think I think everyone watched the first two seasons and then thought, this is too much, guys. I get... We get it. Well, men are horrible. But all, yeah, yeah, undeniably. But also, it was the same plot every time, wasn't it? It was like Elizabeth yeah. Moss gets so close and escapes. Oh no! Now she's back that, in the horrible yeah, world. Yeah, I think that's it. Hamilton. When when at the end of the second series, they're like, she's going to escape, and then yeah. she doesn't escape. You're like, okay, we did this. We've done this. This is you can't just keep doing this over and over. I think she. Well, who knows? Yeah, I. There's actually some sort of parallel here, isn't there? Because it's the silencing of women is sort of the main theme of both of these things. Yeah. Are you going to watch the new Little Mermaid? When it's on Disney Plus. I'm not going to the cinema for that, I'm afraid. Um, yeah. I'm sure everyone involved is lovely, but I can't. I'm struggling to find time to go see the, the aforementioned Spider Man movie that I def- desperately want to see. So, yeah. Apparently, it's getting okay reviews. I think, I think Disney's mm. live action thing is sort of a 
hiding like creatively it's not really the most exciting thing in the world but financially they all like they do like a billion dollars a pop yeah, I think so mad. fair play to them so it's so bl- using the handmaid's tale as a plot to any as a plot point it's just going to make everything so bleak that it's I just think too grim. I'm going to move Let's I'm going to move on I'm moving on what about this one from Tony is it layer cake Daniel Craig is a man trying to get out of the drug business, but his final shipment gets mistakenly switched with baking ingredients. Great. Flour, cocaine. Perfect. I also like, you know, like last summer, I say last summer, it's probably like six summers ago. That's, that's how time works now when everyone was obsessed with the idea of things being cake. Yeah. 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 That thing has gone too far now, John. There's a, there's this guy on TikTok. Yeah. And he, the cakes he's making, they look too, they're too real looking. This isn't that chocolate guy. There's also a chocolate guy who's very... No, not the chocolate guy. That guy's insane. I hate (laughs) that guy. It's ridiculous. He makes like a big dragon out of chocolate. No, because I don't look at that and think, is that a dragon? Uh, I think think that's an impressive chocolate Chocolate sculpture. No, this guy will make like a coffee machine and then it will just... The video will just be of his kitchen. Yeah. And then he just starts eating his coffee machine. Daniel Craig wakes up in a world... Like he's had a head injury. He wakes up and it turns out everything in his life is now cake. Or maybe it's like the Saw films, but for kids. Maybe this is uh, uh, what we're trying to get through in this episode. <laughs> is how can we make how exactly how can we make a horror film for children? And maybe it's Saw where they wake up in a house and some of the things are cake, but they don't know which ones. And I don't know, the cake's poisoned. <laughs> oh, uh, what? Well, because it sounds amazing. Kids wake up in a house, and everything's cake. No, not everything's cake. Oh, sorry. And maybe you only get three bites. You've got to approach things and bite them. So you bite a hammer and it's a real hammer and you lose a tooth. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's nice. <laughs> is it? No, I'm not sure yeah. nice is the word. <laughs> Kids are always losing teeth anyway. True. John, would you like one more from me before we do ours? Yeah, go on, please. How about this one from Beck? Baby long. It's <laughs> just a very long baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the film Babylon, which came and went. <laughs> really did, didn't it? Yeah. Um, soundtrack by David Gray, of course. And this one's just about a really long baby. I look all things. It's in the Boss Baby cinematic universe. All, look, all things. What is it? All things bright and beautiful, creatures great and small. The Lord God made them all. But a really long baby freaks me out so yeah. much. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Look, sorry does, if you've given birth to a really long baby. Yeah, of course. Apologies. Um, does the baby now? Does the baby have long limbs, or is it little limbs like a sausage dog? In my mind, it's like a big, long sausage dog baby. <laughs> in my mind, it's sort of like you've got the aspect ratio wrong on the telly, so it just looks stretched. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, interesting. So, yeah, my own, well, just imagine a big pink sausage dog, little baby's head on the end, yeah, and then arms and legs just sticking out. The baby's on its back, obviously. It looks like, I don't know, yeah, what are those big, what are those big sausages that you can get? I don't know. Big sausages? They're, you know, the big ones, and they're like, they're normally like, They've got like a red wrapping on them. Savaloy? No, 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 no. They're big, thick boys. Okay. It might be like a salami or something. I don't know. Oh, right. But anyway, imagine that, but it's a baby. <laughs> I don't and know what do... the plot of this film is. And They're how do we work the... the 1920s into this? I think, well, because the baby gets put into like a, no, would the Victorian freak show have been, been and gone at that point? The baby joins the circus. Yep. And it's the world's longest baby. Of course. There we go. Okay, John, let's do some ideas from us. How about this one from you? Oh, uh, Vision Pro. Apple announced Paul Bettany voiced Super Assistant. Oh, good. And it goes evil? 
Mm, I guess so. M does Night. Paul, does Paul Bettany voice? He's he's a um, robot. No, Paul Bettany is the Vision in the Avengers movies, but he was the thing in Tony's in Iron Man's headset before that. Who is iRobot? It's the other guy from A Knight's Tale. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. He does loads of voices. <laughs> Alan Tiddick. Yeah, That's it. The yeah. other guy from A Knight's Tale. Okay, yeah. It goes evil and you can't take it off your face. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, how about this one from me? Chives out. Daniel Craig <laughs> plays a chef who refuses to use herbs. Oh, mate. Gosh. Now... I feel like that you'd get like an op-ed in The Guardian or something because of the fact you're being edgy in some weird way by refu- like, do you know what I mean? I feel like there's a mm. Marco Pierre White sort of Gordon Ramsay sort of F Herbs vibe that he could really sell. So And, and Daniel Craig sort of could sell that yeah. horrible chef. Da- Daniel Craig thinks Herbs are a conspiracy, basically. Is he making good food or bad food? Does he it, have an epiphany? And the secret is that he's not using Herbs. <laughs> I think he needs to have a, an epiphany and accidentally try like a sage and onion sausage and be like, what is, what is this? What's, what's making maybe it so good? maybe the, the people at Big Herb try to get him assassinated because he's revealing okay. that you don't need herbs. Okay. This takes place in an alternate universe where you don't need herbs because for the record, listener, you need herbs. I love herbs. <laughs> in fact, you could say, John, you love herbs so much that, it, you know, you could sort of say you're very pro herbs, aren't you? I would sort of say herbs, your enthusiasm. <laughs> we're gonna oh, end it mate. there we're gonna end it there very good what was your favorite not that <laughs> i think herb your enthusiasm was my favorite of all the ideas <laughs> sent in by the listeners it's baby long for me john when i saw the ideas i chuckled to myself for a very long time about baby long and I, that's all i thought about and even though we were running we'd probably done enough film ideas i just wanted to say the words baby long today and i have i've lived that dream there so baby go. long's the winner and we need to leave John, because rolling its way into the room is a very long baby. (laughs) Oh, well done, John. Hello, mate. How are we doing? I'm good, thank you. Like you, I'm really desperately trying to figure out when I can go and watch the new Spider-Verse film. Everyone's going crazy for it. It's a masterpiece, apparently. I can't wait to watch it. It's, oh, I'm so, so I saw someone say like Spider-Man fans have been, apologies for the, uh, the, the internet parlance here, but have been eating good recently because mm, mm. all the, the three Tom Holland films are at least good and mm-hmm. those two Spider-Man. And then you've got the, video the game. PS4 and PS5 games. Yeah. Absolutely killing it. It's a good time to be a Spider-Man fan. Oh, actually on Spider-Man. So my son, it was his second birthday recently. And one of the presents my little brother got him, probably as a means to sort of indoctrinate him into this nerdy Mm -hmm, culture was mm -hmm. some Spider-Man Duplo. And I've never said anything or shown him anything Spider-Man before. But as soon as he saw that box, he went, Spider-Man. No way. Yeah. So I guess kids and nursery and stuff and just pop culture generally. But yeah, as soon as he saw it, he was like, Spider-Man. He knows who Spider-Man is. That's pretty cool. I think it's like Spider-Man is still that when we were kids and there wasn't even like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and stuff, Spider-Man was the kid's superhero still. Even before that Tobey Maguire film, it was Spider-Man and then maybe Batman, I think are the two sort of big kids superheroes. So yeah, I think he's just, Spider-Man's the one, right? Um, That's so cool. Have you seen anything good? So I've been watching a lot of videos on TikTok of orcas that are trying okay. to kill people. Have you seen this? I saw the That's big conf- whale eat two people on a paddle boat. 
there's yeah exactly there's conflicting views on this but it keeps coming up on my tiktok it feels like orcas are trying to i don't know i feel like there might be a human versus orca war coming because okay. orcas, orcas on the iberian peninsula i think around that way keep going up to people on boats and like eating their rudders and sort of waiting around it's all very spooky i watched like a five minute video the other day of three or four orcas chewing off the rudder of a boat and then having to call out like the coast guard and the orcas were just around the boat seemingly waiting for it to sink one of them was being sort of very dramatic and taking everyone's attention by eating those rudders and then they turned around and all the harpoons off the ship had disappeared yes they're arming themselves is what i'm trying to say joel so that's my pop culture recommendation orcas (laughs) how about you I uh, there's a couple of podcasts I've been listening I don't know if I've said this one before there's a podcast called Killed which is uh, journalist Justine Harmon talks to journalists about stories that have been killed so oh. like if they've been working on like there's a really interesting one about Harvey Weinstein's story that was killed and why it was killed or like how, yeah basically just how sort of either commercial or human interest or like in the recent one I listened to just the fact that 9-11 happened just meant that that story wasn't relevant anymore and about how yeah and it's re- so it's really really interesting sort of insight into how journalism works but just also really interesting stories that are, are killed and then the other thing i started recently which is i think really new is called scamander have you heard about scamander no uh so this is about a lady called amanda who in big inverted commas has um cancer and is asking for lots of money from people but all might not be as it seems, Joe. I'm on episode. Interesting. It's. I mean, I'm definitely going to listen to it all, and I'm definitely interested. The only thing is, I'm still on episode two, and it's so obvious that <laughs> the show's called Scamander. And yeah, if you're going to yeah. call the show Scamander, you need to make it. You need to be like, oh, by the way, it's all a big scam within the first ten minutes. Like you can't yeah. keep that pretense. You can't be like, oh, but all isn't as it seems at the end of the first episode because you called the show Scamander. Yeah, you called it Scamander. <laughs> But apart from that, it's definitely an interesting... I would definitely recommend it to, to listen to. Nice, okay. Anything else you want to... Any other positive vibes you want to put out into the world, Joel? Not for me, John. I hope that everyone has a lovely week. And I hope that everyone buys themselves a nice little treat at the weekend. Ah. A little pastry go. or something. That's there, there you go. That's from me to you, listener. Go and buy yourself your favourite little pastry. Or maybe one you haven't tried before. There we go. It could be fun. There we go. Treat, treat yourself. Bye. Well done, John. Well done, John. Bye-bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.